Let us open our Bibles to the minor prophet of Nahum for an opening passage of Scripture. Between Micah and Habakkuk is Nahum, and we'll read several verses there in the first chapter. We have before us today from Romans chapter 9, <clears throat> the most definitive and weightiest statement about God's purposes in salvation and condemnation in all the Bible. There is nothing like the sentence that we have before us. You can go to Ephesians chapter 1, the first few verses, and tell me that that's comparable. It's not even close because it doesn't have a syllable about the condemnation of sinners. Romans 9, 22 through 24 lifts up the great and terrible God of the Bible as high, higher than we can even imagine. It is our duty to preach the Word of God faithfully and to believe what is found there, though it should cause us to tremble. But the end result of it all should be that we rejoice and praise His blessed and holy name that He has saved us by His grace. It should move us not just out of fear of the 22nd verse, but it should move us by the wonder of verses 23 and 24 that God has saved us by His grace. It's Romans 9.22 that makes grace amazing. Without knowing Romans 9.22 and the Arminian scheme of things, I don't even know why they sing amazing grace. Because there's nothing amazing about it. The difference between those of them that make it to heaven and those of them that end up in hell is something they did and has nothing to do with the grace of God anyway. But we should be able to sing Amazing Grace over this week and next Sunday. I thank God for the humbling, fearful privilege of preaching Him as the Bible describes Him to us, to you. Forty years ago, I began to ask, why do I read so many descriptions of God in the Bible that aren't preached from pulpits? Why is the God of the Bible so different from the God of modern Christianity? I thank the Lord for that. If what we're going to study today is not true, then the whole Bible is a book of fables. Because from cover to cover, it's consistently the same. It presents a Bible the world knows nothing about. And when I say the world, I mean the Christian world. I read to you the first seven verses of the minor prophet Nahum. The Burden of Nineveh. The Book of the Vision of Nahum the Elkishite. God is jealous, and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries, and he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. 
The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea and maketh it dry and drieth up all the rivers. Bashan languisheth and Carmel and the flower of Lebanon languisheth. The mountains quake at him and the hills melt and the earth is burned at his presence. Yea, the world and all that dwell therein. Who can stand before his indignation? And who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire, and the rocks are thrown down by him. The Lord is good. A stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. This great difference is the same great difference of Romans 9, 22 through 24. Put your trust in Him today. He is good. Amen. And He knows those that put their trust in Him and He's a stronghold for us. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in Heaven, the blessed God Jehovah of the Bible, we worship Thee. We humble ourselves before Thee and we tremble. We read these words and we believe them. This is the testimony of Thy Spirit about Thee. The greatest city on earth at that time, the most arrogant and pompous and violent city of the Ninevites, of the nation of Assyria, You overthrew. And here we see your anger and wrath against the greatest of men, a huge host and a multitude. You were jealous and your fury was poured out like fire. The rocks quake before you. Heavenly Father, we worship thee. We come before thee and adore the creator God of the universe in whose holy presence even the heavens We're not pure. Our Father, we thank Thee that through the Lord Jesus Christ, You have adopted us to be Your children for the magnificent and glorious display of Your grace to all Your creatures. Amazing grace! How sweet the sound that saved wretches like us. Our trust is indeed in Thee this day. And Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that You know them that are Yours and that this foundation of God standeth sure, being sealed with that knowledge. We bless and we praise Thee that You do know us. And the Lord Jesus Christ, as the judge of all the earth, will never say to us, Depart from me. Ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that you have foreknown us, and you know us in this hour. But, Heavenly Father, let none in this assembly presume upon that confidence 
without humbling themselves before thee and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and rising to repent of their sins and to follow with good works. Heavenly Father, let us make our calling and election sure. But as we make it sure, let us open our mouths and bless Thee, for we are bound to give thanks always for what You have done for us. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy precious Word, for without its holy revelation, its perfect instruction for us, we would not know Thee as Thou truly art. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy mercy and the grace of Thy Spirit that has taught us and turned us and brought us to this assembly this day. And we pray that all that is said and done will glorify Thee and magnify Thy name and be according to the truth of Thy Word. Let nothing of our flesh and let nothing of our imagination enter into the picture, but all that Thou hast declared. Heavenly Father, Lord God, How can man worship Thee but for the Lord Jesus Christ? We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that we may have boldness and we have access into Thy holy presence by Him who loved us and gave Himself for us and lives forever at Thy right hand. O Lord God, we pray that today throughout the earth in every country of the world, that your sheep and children who rise to make this day the Lord's day and who will enter into assemblies seeking to be fed with knowledge and understanding from your word will be so taught. And we pray that their ministers will not be afraid of the faces of men or of popular approval by ministerial associations or the world at large but they will preach thy word boldly and make it manifestly plain for thy children to understand it. And we pray that they as ambassadors of the Most High will lift up thy glorious name and make it great. That Jesus Christ will be set forth as the only Savior of his people and he shall lose none of them. We thank thee, Heavenly Father. We bless and praise thee this day. Be with thy kingdom, strengthen, establish, broaden, and deepen it, O Lord, and defend it from its enemies. Preserve our nation, that we might continue to have these liberties, O Lord, and guide our rulers, and protect them, bless them, and grant them wisdom to guide the affairs of this country in a way that would be to our protection and prosperity. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. How can we read a passage like this or like the ninth of Romans and ever sin against thee? Our hearts are desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. And we confess the flesh that we have in our members that wars against the law of our mind and against the law of your word and brings us into captivity. Heavenly Father, deliver us this day. Forgive us our sinfulness and forgive us our sins through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ and have mercy upon us. O Lord, deliver us out of this world and into thy presence that we might shed this sinful remnant hanging on us that brings us down to defeat more often than we wish to tell thee. 
but thou knowest all things. We thank thee through Jesus Christ our Lord for the blessed hope of the soon coming and appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, help us this day to sing worthy of thy name and greatness. Help us to listen attentively. Let the words that come out of this pulpit be true and righteous altogether according to your word and that we might be instructed, humbled, encouraged, comforted because of the great grace we have through Jesus Christ our Lord. Without him, there is no hope. Without him, we are rebel enemies that deserve all your scriptures describe of what you will pour out upon your adversaries. We deserve your indignation and great wrath, but we thank thee through Jesus Christ our Lord that it pleased you to bruise him and pour out your wrath upon him instead of us. And we come in his name to worship thee this day. We thank thee for every good thing we have that you have provided for us. We bless thee and praise thee for thy faithfulness and for thy long suffering, which is our salvation. And Heavenly Father, let us use that long suffering that has granted us this day in your house to be faithful unto thee. Hear us as we call upon thee. We thank thee for loving us. We thank thee for revealing thyself to us. We're thankful to know the true and living God. And we bless thee and we worship thee through Jesus Christ, thy Son, in whose name we pray. Amen.